Welcome to the Everyday Ironman podcast, where we talk to real athletes just like you and me that are working to complete an incredible goal. My name is Mike Bosch, and I'm excited to have with me today, Ironman Kim Nicholson. Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored to be in the show from the other side of the world. I know. I am really excited to be talking to you today. And I, and I, and I, Obviously, I'm excited to talk to you because you and I share a common bond. We both um, are training in three different disciplines of sports, right? You're into the world of triathlon. I'm in the world of triathlon. But also because um, I reference uh, my guest and and I have, uh, or my audience and I have an international audience, and you're going to represent 25% of my audience today. No pressure, buddy. No pressure. Okay. okay. Uh, but you're actually, uh, you're in Europe, uh, even as we speak. Yeah. Yeah. I live in uh, Copenhagen. Um, if I should tell a little bit about myself, I'm uh, going to 60 uh, this year. Um, I got uh, my, but I call her my, my wife, but nobody knows if we are married or not. Okay. <laughs> we have known each, each other for 37 years. Wow, we, that's a long time. That's a long time, yeah. And uh, we got two daughters, uh, one uh, 27 and the one is uh, 30 years old. Okay. And uh, then I got uh, two uh, grandsons, Valdemar and mm-hmm. uh, Cornelius. And uh, I like calling them uh, the cream of life. Uh, it's, um, it's the best thing that's happened when you are getting elder, older. Yeah. that And that that's what I have heard is uh, grandchildren uh, are just the gift, right? You don't necessarily really, when you're raising your own kids the first time around, you're, you're so focused on all your responsibilities and all these things that sometimes you miss out a little bit that when, when the second time comes around and you have the grant, the opportunity to interact with your grandkids, that's when you really get to appreciate some things that you didn't necessarily the, uh, with your own children. Is that, has that been your experience as well? Yeah, but, uh, you, you know, and, uh, when you, when you meet a girl, your what you're coming wife, uh, you have some kind of love you give to her and you continue to doing that uh, until uh, you get uh, your, your own children and then you mm-hmm. you give the, uh, the love again and then there will be some years where the, the, the children is growing up and getting old and uh, flying from the nest and uh, then there's uh, coming the, the grandchildren and yeah. The love inside you, it comes back, and uh, it's uh, it's it's a, a feeling. Uh, it's indescribable. That is awesome. Yeah i I reference my kids a lot and how excited I am that they are uh, older now and they are entering that phase of life where they're my wife and I are empty nesters, and I'm and I I relish that. And I know uh, that that grandkids will come someday, and I, I look forward to that. But I'm I'm not quite ready. Um, so I think uh, I think I've got time. That that's awesome. That you are enjoying that. Uh, do you get to uh, do you get to see your grandkids on a regular basis? Do they live close to you? Yeah, and I, I've heard some of your podcast, and uh, when you are talking of those distance and hours uh-huh. in America, you're talking about. Uh, three hours or five hours 
it's close by you. Uh-huh. Uh, but in five hours, you can get uh, further than uh, the whole Denmark. So, uh, <laughs> so I live uh, only five minutes from uh, the, uh, the youngest daughter and uh, 15 minutes from uh, the oldest daughter. Oh, wow. So you're really close. Yeah. And uh, I live uh, five minutes. I can walk to the Copenhagen Ironman start in five minutes. Mm. So I live very close to everything. Denmark is a small, it's a small country. Yeah, that is so funny because you're, you're exactly right. So in America, you know, we, we obviously there's, there's just, it's a different world, right? Uh, my, uh, my drive to work, uh, on any regular day is, uh, an hour and 15 to an hour and 20 minutes with no traffic, uh, one way. That's just yeah, one, that way. one way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you were to drive an hour, uh, in 15 to an hour and 20 minutes, could you get to another country? By that point, yeah, you can get uh, oh, fifteen kilometers inside uh, Sweden. Wow, that is crazy. That is so crazy. So, how are things on your part of the world right now? And obviously, from you know, from an American perspective, we hear a lot about the goings on in Ukraine, which you are not uh you're you don't have a border with ukraine you have a se- there's a separation obviously but are you seeing the effects at all where you where you live uh, yeah we we got some fugitives uh, but uh not as many as we thought we would get most of them uh, are going to uh poland and the, the countries around ukraine of course gotcha. it's uh it means a lot uh, from all of us, and uh, all the prices in uh, in Denmark. It's uh, becoming uh, very expensive to live to live here. As a, as a, the the petrol is, uh, yeah, it's almost uh, eight crowns uh, more expensive than before the war. Yeah, and it's uh, one dollar and fifty more. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's gone up. Gotcha. Okay. Well, there's obviously, um, there was a lot going on in the world of triathlon just this weekend. So full disclosure, uh, total transparency, this episode will air in a couple of weeks, right? But just this past well, week, yesterday, because it's 1am where I am uh, right now, we had the European World Championships, which I think were only the females raced uh, this weekend for the Ironman European World Championships, and then also the sub seven, sub eight project um, was earlier today in both of them in Germany, which I thought was unusual, not necessarily in the same city, but you're really pretty close to Germany, right? Uh, as far as from a geography standpoint in Denmark, right? Yeah, we got borders to uh, Germany and the uh... The Ironman Hamburg, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's four or five hours from me. I've known three people who's uh, competitive, uh, who was in uh, Hamburg Ironman. Oh, night. Were you, do you guys, when you're over there, do you follow everybody on the tracker? Do you have the, yeah. the tracker and you, the you get the track, updates the, and all that? The, the red one. Yeah. Yeah. I was also uh, tracking somebody. Um, who's going to be a guest in a couple of weeks. Uh, and so she was over there racing. She did really well. She won her age, uh, her age group. Okay. Um, did you, yeah, did right. you get a slot? 
Well, I would I I would guess that she did. She won her age group, so we'll we'll find out in a couple of weeks when I get to speak to her. That'll be pretty interesting. But what were your thoughts on the uh, the sub uh, seven and sub eight project? Did you catch any of that coverage? Yeah, a little bit, uh, but. Is it a competition or is it? Uh, you, you can call it what you want, but you you, you also saw uh, uh, the sub uh, two hours in uh, a marathon, and uh, yeah. you 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 can you can do the better uh, times uh, with, with help. But an Ironman is by yourself. You have to yeah. compete with yourself, and you have to do it yourself. Totally tracking that, and I think, th- and I think. So I didn't catch all of it, obviously, because, well, mostly because it was through the night where I live uh, because of the time difference. I did catch uh, a lot of the end of it um, before I left for church. It actually finished while I was at church, so I didn't get to see the actual finish of it. Um, but I do think the announcers did a pretty good job during the time period of the coverage I watched of, of acknowledging that it wasn't a world record, that the pace group assist, you know, did impact the overall results. But if we compare what happened yesterday back to say the tri battle with Jan and Lionel that were that was, you know, three, four months back, mm. there was some assistance that they got as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. So if we think about the swim, right? So they had set the swim up to where it was going to be the, they had the cable sight line, mm. right, which is not a not a standard thing, right. So that was a that was an assist, right, because mm. you didn't have to look up; you could just follow the cable the mm. entire time. And then on the bike, they had that uh, that pretty high bank wooden ramp thing that they made, so they didn't have to slow down for the U turn, right. So not exactly the same thing that they had uh, yesterday with the with the official pacers. But it was also a little bit of an advantage in their contest. But and they were, I think they they certified Jan's as a world record at that mm. point. Yeah, not. I don't think it was official. Uh, I think it was unofficial uh, world record. Okay. It has, yeah, you, you have to be in a competition in an Ironman to uh, to set the the world record. And and you know, and it's so funny because. Christian Blumfeld, and I don't, I don't know that I can even pronounce his name right, Blumenfeld, I heard them announce yesterday that they're not recognizing his finish in Cozumel as an official world record because of the swim current that they experienced that day. And I don't, I mean... It was a it was an official Ironman event. Yeah, that that that's right. Yeah, in my ears, it don't uh, sound uh, like it should be. I, I, if you had the uh, what if you had the headwind, seventy uh, percent of the time uh, riding your bike, wouldn't it be uh, official? The, yeah, it's, it's the same. Yeah, it's all the same. It's all the same. So so where I'm at right now is, I still think it's impressive world record aside, pace groups aside, all impressive. Mm. But what I haven't figured out, this is where I'm at, and I haven't had a lot of time to think about it, nor have you, but I don't know what's more impressive, right? Uh, Christian Blumenfeld's 644.25, right? That's impressive. Cat Matthews, 
7.30, Very impressive. Or Joe Skipper, who only knew he was racing in this thing with about one week's notice, <laughs> right? Uh, who put up a 6.47.36. I think I might be most impressed with his performance yesterday of the three. What are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's, it is difficult to see to say what's best because uh, the different uh, distances, uh, different uh, different uh, uh, places in the world they are competing. Yeah. So you you can't compare. If you take everybody who has uh, been an Ironman, yeah, it says itself. Um, they are Ironman and. Those uh, yeah. who have uh, done uh, as fast as they can, they are men too. But yeah, some way they are out of this world because oh, yeah. they, they, they can, as a man or a woman, do something uh, that you and I wouldn't uh, get near. No, and you're exactly right. I tried to, I tried to get uh, put it into perspective for my wife yesterday, and she. Uh, she, you know, she tolerates m- my conversation uh, quite a bit, but never having raced triathlon, you know, she doesn't have that perspective. And I, I was trying to explain it to her. And I finally said, Diana, I did the half Ironman in 611. They did the full Ironman distances in 640 something, right? I said, just to put it into perspective, or she's like, oh, wow, that is a, that is different. I was like, yeah, that's how different it was. But anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. Now you yourself, uh, let's just kind of swing the conversation around you. Cause we've talked about some world events. We've talked about some goings on and all that stuff. You have a uh, you have a pretty incredible thing going on yourself. You've got a streak of consecutive workouts that you uh, have put together. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it's it's a little bit crazy, but uh, still, uh, since the eighteenth of August, two thousand and nineteen, I'm bringing uh, training each every day. So it's uh, one thousand and twenty three days in a row. Wow! And uh, every day, uh, not I, I have to, but I'm going to do uh, uh, more than one hours of training. Okay, uh, so that's what that's your baseline. It has to be one hour of training. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I think that that been uh, one day where where I was doing uh, thirty seven minutes, but uh, I was very pretty sick that day. So it's uh, gotcha. That was okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know somebody who has a run streak um, that's uh, up there pretty good, and they run at least one mile a day. So that's their minimum standard. So I was curious as to what your now. Do you, so it's one hour. Can it be um, swim, bike, run, or? Is there a, a, a third or fourth? Op- I'm sorry, not a third, but is there like a fourth option? Can it be like strength training, yoga? Like, yeah, what's your I'm, 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 I'm doing uh, some core training, uh, stretching, and uh, yoga training okay. uh, because uh, it's uh, it's an old body, so it it has. To be, uh, <laughs> uh, I have to do some good with it too because uh, when I uh, driving. Uh, uh, 90 miles on my bike um, 
my legs are sore, uh, my back is sore, and uh, then I have yeah. to do some stretching. Uh, so uh, I, f- I feel good. It's funny that you say it that way because I was going to ask, uh, not that I want to, uh, you know, p- put any bad vibes out there, but how have you managed to stay healthy uh, during that time, that time period? That's a long time. Yeah, I know. Um, when I did the, the Ironman in th- 2014, uh, Copenhagen okay. Ironman, I got uh, in 2015 and then in 2016. I got uh, a disc. Is it called disc herniatal in the in the back? Okay. Uh, two times, and uh, okay, th- that was not good. So I had to do something to uh, to train and to um, to keep shape uh, in shape. So um, uh, I was beginning to train my back up and and and. and anyhow, it, it it became so that. Uh, I began training and uh, I've been training a lot, really a lot all my life. I have uh, been a soccer player uh, for all the school time. Uh, I'm playing, playing a lot of the tennis. I have uh, ran a marathon. Uh, yeah, I'm doing a lot of sports all my life. Um, okay. So uh, when when uh, the, the streak began, uh, I... I just uh, in in my mind is I don't know why but uh, I, I I can't stop uh, some I know someday uh, it will be the end but I don't know uh, when I, and I don't know people are asking me uh, uh, now we have done uh, a thousand days what what your next goal yeah maybe it's three years uh, I know uh, the 18th of August I've done it in three years Um does it matter? No, no. Does it matter for me? Right. Yeah, it, do, it does matter for me. Uh, that, um, I feel good. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's so funny because um, sometimes, and so I I have. Well, I haven't kept track of it like you have. I have something that I have not done for a very long time. And that is the the knowledge that I haven't done it for so long is what keeps me from doing it. So so I I I quit drinking carbonated beverages. So I don't drink um, Dr Pepper, Coca Cola. I don't know if you guys have you know that there. Six years ago. Okay. And so what keeps me from having one today is the fact that I haven't had one for six years. Mm. And so I could see how having that that streak can could be motivating, right? To keep keep moving. But you're right. At some point, there's going to be that day that you're like, okay, today's today's the day that I don't do it. And what is that going to feel? What is that going to feel like? And do you just start over again, or do you have to evaluate uh, where you are? Uh, at that point, who knows, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, be, and before the, the the streak, I was training, uh, yeah, six or seven days a week. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it started, and uh, let's see when it's end. So, so when you if you think back to when it started, when did you how how many days in a row were you when you realized you're like, hey, I have actually worked out every day for the last 
X days? Like when did you really start counting it as a quote unquote streak? I think it was uh, when uh, other people be, be began uh, talking about it. Uh, okay. When I was posting it on uh, Instagram and uh, the, the club members, I, I'm in a triathlon club, uh, they told me that uh, some of them were inspired of it and uh, they wanted to do it themselves. So uh, they wrote to me that they had done it in uh, 200 days or in 300 days. So... Um, yeah, it's nice uh, in, the, in in almost sixty uh, as an sixteen year old guy uh, to inspire other people. Yeah, that is that is uh, that is awesome. That is awesome. So you were you were almost a solid year in at that point where it was really something where like, hey, now I got a streak. I got a streak going. You're two hundred days in. Yeah, I think that's one of the cool things about uh, social media. And social media has a lot of negative aspects of it for sure. And I don't mm. want to go into that, obviously. But the ability to interact with people outside of your social circle that social media gives you is is amazing. I mean, obviously, I think even just the two of us it are, are, you know, is a good uh, example of that. I mean, we, we would have never met uh, in regular life. I mean, I wouldn't have come across you at the grocery store mm -hmm. or at work, but I saw your posts on Instagram, right? That's how I, that's mm -hmm. how you and I connected and I, and they are inspiring. And when you have been around the world, because I have, uh, my daughter had uh, done, uh, not a lot of, but she have done some, uh, Ironman, some, uh, 70.3 Ironman in uh, Malaysia, in uh, Australia, in uh, Hawaii, then you meet a lot of uh, Danes, and uh, it, 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 I, I think it's like when when you meet some uh, people you're known from uh, your podcast. We become a little family, and uh, yeah. this family we, we meet in Malaysia, we meet in uh, in Australia, we meet in uh, Hawaii, and uh, then when you come back to Denmark. You uh, are following each other on Instagram, on uh, Facebook, and you are checking their results. Uh, not not because you are talking to them every every day. You meet them perhaps uh, one uh, a year, one uh, two uh, two years ago. You you met them, but but it's like they're part of your Ironman family, your triathlon family, and then you follow them perhaps for the rest of my life, because I'm interested if Henrik, he is uh, doing well in his Ironman. Uh, so it, it's, it's uh, the, the tri triathlon thing going outside the world, to see the world, to do the triathlon. It gives a lot for the rest of your life. Yeah. Now I, I, uh, I totally agree with what you just said. And, um, that, that has been just a little bit of my experience over the past year. Um, I got to meet, I've got to meet so many incredible people, um, outside of my little circle of life and, and just to be able to follow their journey and to see the cool things that they, uh, they get to do. And, and, it, and it's, and it's, it's so weird because, we're competitive people, right? Human beings, we're competitive people. Mm -hmm. 
but you're you're right. We're, we're we're watching their results, but not in a competitive standpoint. But you're 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 cheering them on mm. to their successes, which is which is different than I would approach most other things in my life. Uh, to be honest with you, um, so that that part is so so cool. Uh, and I do look forward to uh, that in the many, many years to come as well. Um, I, said, I, I, was, I was following you in uh, Chattanooga. Yeah. You see how yeah, well, well you could <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, Chattanooga was one of those things I, I had to take. Hey, you know what it is, what it is. I, uh, I didn't. I think I outsmarted myself, to be honest with you. I've really had some time to reflect on it. And I, I, I think I went, I think I took it too conservative on the bike because I had, had come to this realization that I had pushed too hard in the races in the past and I really paid for it on the run. And so I backed it down and I think I backed it down too far, but Hey, that's what it's about, right? It's about learning and applying what you've learned towards the next, uh, to the next thing. And so ne the next race, I will, uh, I will take it a little bit differently. When I did uh, the, the Copenhagen in 2014, uh, I swam as fast as I could and I, I rode as fast as I could on the bike. And, and I knew, I knew when I got off the bike, I couldn't run as, uh, as, as fast as I, as I would, uh, because I, I had so much fun on the bike. I said, really, really, really fun. I, I rode a, a, a really, really good uh, ride. The, 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 the fifth best in my age group uh, that year. So uh, it was okay. And I, I ran the, 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 fir the first 13 kilometers was uh, okay. It was under six minutes, so it's okay. And then... <laughs> it, was tight. Yeah. it was okay it was okay i i, I did a, a, a good time and it was uh, 11 hours and uh, one minute and uh that, that that's that was uh that was good but the, the best it don't have to be the best but uh, my daughter she compete in the same competition and she did it one minute uh, uh slower uh so um, i i bet her but But she was the one who's, who got to uh, to Hawaii. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm glad you brought, you segued into that because we were obviously going to get, we were going to get to that. So it's so funny because when you talk to somebody who's outside of the, the circle, they would not have, they wouldn't understand that, right? Because you had a faster time than your daughter by one minute. But because you are not competing against your daughter, Really, in any way. Now we get our overall ranking, of course, but really, when it comes down to it, we're competing against the people in our age group, mm. right? Yeah. And so you're really not competing against her. So because of the fact that she, her one minute slower than you time, put her high enough up in her age group, she actually qualified to go to Hawaii. Yeah, she 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 won her age group uh, that year, and. Uh, The best about that, the, the way we, we could train together. Uh, ten month, months before, um, I didn't know I was going to do an Ironman. Uh, she didn't know she was going to do an Ironman. Uh, she was talking to uh, some people and um, uh, they were, she was going to do a uh, 70.3. And uh, she couldn't uh, 
uh, do the crawl. Uh, she hadn't had a bike. Uh, she could run. Uh, that was okay. And, um, and then we started uh, to uh, to go to go to swim, go uh, go crawling. And uh, she bought a bike. And I said to her, okay, I can ride with you. Uh, you can just draft after me. So uh, we did that uh, the whole summer uh, for 10 months. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I told her there was, I think there were 15 uh, in her age group. And we, we were talking about if we she got uh, among the, the first five people, uh, maybe she could get a slot to uh, to Hawaii. And uh, yeah. when, when I came uh, over the finish line, there was a friend of ours. He said to me, uh, you're going to Hawaii. Why? Yep, because your daughter's 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> and 10 minutes after, she came uh, over the finish line and we stood uh, there, okay. Uh, and that evening, that, uh, that night, it was a little bit different to, uh, to, to sleep, uh, difficult to sleep. Um, and we have to decide if we seven weeks uh, later we're going to, uh, to Hawaii. And uh, wow. we did that. The first uh, competition she did, uh, the, the, the first Ironman ever, it was uh, Ironman Copenhagen, and the second one was uh, Hawaii. Wow. And I, li- so I have listened to your podcast, and I think there was a guy who has done the same. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I had a, I had a couple who, who've had those crazy stories like that, but so her, so her very first, her very first 70 now. So was this also, this was also your first full distance Ironman event as well? Um, I, I thought that I, I, I had the, the, the triathlete magazine. Did you, you, have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In uh, the early nineties, uh, I thought I will, uh, I will, I will go to Hawaii. I will be uh, a good uh, triathlete. So I did uh, seventy point three and some sprints. Uh, I was okay. It's uh, I, I ran good. I swam. I swam good. It was a best stroke, but uh, I did it fast, but not as good as uh, the others uh, were swimming, running, and biking. So um, thirty years later. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I, I thought when my daughter, she, she thought she was doing, going to do an Ironman, I thought, okay, I'm in good shape. Maybe I can do it too. So, uh, yeah, okay. we did it. And uh, I, I remember when when they were doing the Ironman and uh, uh, Sebastian Kindle uh, was uh, close to, uh, to the finish line. He won that year. Uh, I was going by myself. Uh, uh, close to the finish line, and uh, I was thinking, okay, you, you are that place where you are always dreamt to be, uh, and the tears began running around uh, down my chin because it was just too much. Uh, yeah. I was there where a lot of people uh, were dreaming uh, to be. I, I I know I was uh, not the the one who were going to compete, but um, yeah, I was there. I have been there. And and, oh, and, for, and and for me, it's uh, you can't get from Denmark to uh, Hawaii. Uh, that's the time zone is uh, twelve hours. So if you uh, going uh, the other way around the world, uh, or the the way uh, to uh, USA and that way, 
uh, it's the same. So it's it's as far as I can get. Yeah, so it's literally halfway around the world, yeah. no matter which direction you go. No. That is that is crazy. I never thought about that. Uh, so there's a couple of things I want to I want to I want to explore right there. So one, you have uh, in your Instagram profile, you have that you will uh, race Ironman Hawaii before you're 85. Okay. Now you had shared earlier in the podcast that you are going to turn 60 this year. Right. And so you, you did Ironman Copenhagen in 14. You, you've got this incredible streak of working out. So obviously you are, you, you're keeping yourself fit and you're, you're ready to strike. You're ready to make your move. Um, have you given some thought to, uh, you're going to, you're, you're aging up, right? So you've moved up into a new age group this year. So now you're going to be racing 60 to 64. Have you given some thought to, Hey, I need to, I need to, I need to figure out where I'm at relative to the rest of my competition. Have you, have you thought that through? Like, what is your, what are your next steps? Yeah. I, I, I had to set some goal and, uh, I've been setting them uh, all the time, but, uh, my body is not, always uh, does not always agree with my mind uh, yeah. so realistic at the moment uh, some sprints will be uh, the, the thing uh, I, I think uh, 70.3 in the future uh, I have all the time I've got 25 years uh, more so <laughs> it's, it's okay for me. I, I know I, I, I think that if you think you can do it you you can probably do it. So uh, yeah. I, I I will do what I can. But I got some problem with my Achilles. Uh, got some problem uh, with my my back. Um, okay. And uh, sometimes it, it, as you all, I think you you are thinking it because uh, I, am I training uh, too much? Is it uh, therefore I've got some problems? Maybe, but. It's gave me a lot of uh, quality, uh, life quality. So it's, gotcha. it's, it's, it's the most important to me. Uh, I talked to a colleague who, uh, who told me that uh, her husband, uh, he uh, died, died during uh, doing some exercises. Mm-hmm. I know that, that that's not good. Uh, but if I should die that way, I would die happy. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you understand? I, it, yeah, it's, I do. It's very, very difficult to explain to people who don't uh, train as lot as we do, but yeah, it, it, it means a lot to me. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think it's one of those things where we don't like to think about death a lot. We all know it's going to happen. Like we can't, there's, we can't avoid it. We can't escape it. Right. For sure. And the, 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 there's always a risk of, you know, overtraining the, the burden that it puts on your body. I don't know where, you know, I, I don't know how it is exactly where you live, but riding your bike has become somewhat dangerous in America, uh, to where the, I do a lot of my training indoors on my trainer, um, for that very reason, because I don't feel safe going out. I would much rather be on a public or I would much rather be outside uh, riding in the elements, 
but it's not worth the risk. Yeah, uh, I saw you posted uh, where you're riding a trip uh, towards uh, 20 traffic lights. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. And and, I, and honestly, I felt a little um, nervous. I At one point, I got off the bike, unclipped, and I got on the sidewalk. I got off the road because I was like, this is a dangerous situation. Mm. And I it wasn't worth keeping on the road to, to maintain because there were cars everywhere and it's just too dangerous. And so we know, we know there's risk associated with it. Yeah. So the, you you know, people, you hear people say all the time, well, I died doing what I enjoyed and other people can't process that, but Mm. you're like, you can't avoid it. We're all going to die. So you might as well, you know, not put too much thought into it and not allow it to limit you from doing the things that you enjoy is really how I, think about it yeah and, and i'm not i'm not seeking to die i'm, I'm just yeah <laughs> i'm just wanted to yeah. do what i like to do i'm i'm, yeah. I'm living uh, where i live there's not so many traffic lights and i when i drive uh, outdoor i'm always driving this the same uh, riding this 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 the same route uh so gotcha. uh, and and there's only uh yeah people with dogs uh, and other bikers so um, I, I I know to be careful the right places, but yeah. I I know I still I know but if I I can be careful but not everyone else is careful. That's the thing, right? <clears throat> and that's that's the thing that I think about too. Is I could be careful, but it's making sure that everybody else is uh, paying attention and is mm-hmm. careful, right? Which which we don't control. Okay. So I want to ask you this. So you, um, you, 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 we talked about, you have your streak and, and, uh, it was first noticed because you post regular updates on your workouts, which I've obviously kept track of as well, at least over the past, uh, while I've noticed you post a lot of swim, seems like a lot of bike workouts. You don't post a lot of run workouts, do you, no. do, do you do you do you not run a lot? Like how? Well, how, uh, talk me through that. No, I, I I love running. I love running, but but uh, the Achilles is uh, my problem, and uh, it's been affected uh, uh, five or six times the la- the, the past uh, five years, and uh, yeah, then you you can't run in a period. Uh, I I thought after my uh, disc operations. I couldn't run anymore. Uh, therefore, I began only swimming and uh, and riding the bike. And it's so easy to me to uh, to swim uh, in open water because it's only five minutes uh, from here. So uh, th- that's natural for me. But I love uh, running, and uh, I, I I started every time I, I've had uh, the the infection. I'm starting up uh, running at 300 meters, one kilometers, uh, two, three, and now I'm up until uh, eight kilometers. It's, uh, yeah, I I think it's uh, six miles. And um, then I got a little bit of uh, infection in my Achilles again. So Mm -hmm. I, I, I have to think about what I'm doing. But uh, I, I, I thought I said to myself, uh, I'm going to do a uh, 70.3 when I can uh, run five minutes 
for for each kilometer. Okay, gotcha. And that, I I know it's fast, but I'm I'm a, I'm a fast uh, uh, bike rider, so I I yeah. will do a uh, 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 um, good good pretty well. I think so. I think okay. so. So do you think? Um, do you think that you would be able to get to that pace this year, or do you think it's going to take you a little bit longer for your body to heat? I mean, obviously we don't know, but just in your mind, are you optimistic? I'm, I'm always optimistic. Uh, I, I, I think I'm going to, uh, I'm going to get some help uh, from uh, people who is going to tell me what to do uh, with their killers, how to, uh, do so that the muscles won't give me the, the pain, uh, the, the, the seeds yeah. won't give me the I, I, I have to get some help. And, 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 uh, and, and, and I have to get some uh, massage sometimes too. Gotcha. I don't know how much of the, of you, do you get some uh, massage? Well, I, so it's funny because I'm actually dealing with uh, an ankle issue myself right now. It's not in my Achilles heel. It's in my uh, posterior tendon um, or my posterior tibial, tibial tendon, uh, tendon, which runs from your calf muscle down to actually the bottom or the arch of your foot. And um, I actually, it aggravated uh, about six weeks before Chattanooga. So it's about eight, nine weeks now. Um, I did some self care. I went, dude, I tried everything. I, I, I looked it up on YouTube. I didn't want to go to the doctor because I didn't, I knew the doctor was going to tell me to stop running and I didn't want to do that because, you know, I had the race coming up. And so I did stretching. I did, uh, I have a tens unit. So I electroshocked it myself, iced it, the whole thing. Finally went to the doctor last week and he confirmed I have exactly what I thought I have. I have tendonitis in this in this tendon, and so he actually prescribed me a uh, a medical grade orthotic, um, which uh, cushions the heel and uh, supports the arch. But uh, he did tell me he's like you know normally the doctor would prescribe you physical therapy and things like that. I'm already doing all those things. He's like because I talked him through it. He's like you're doing all the things you need to be doing. So where we're at in my recovery is he has me uh, using these orthotics. So it's like an insert in my shoe. Uh, I continue to tape it with my KT tape. And he said, come back in three weeks. If it's not better in three weeks, they're going to immobilize it. They're going to put me in a boot uh, for six weeks. Okay. But we're, so I have three weeks of, of and, and what what's funny is my wife, She's like, well, because I went out for a run and she's like, well, why don't you rest it? And I was like, well, that's not the point. The doctor told me to continue to do the things because he wants to evaluate, is this um, orthotic going to help me or not? Because mm -hmm. if I don't run and I go back in three weeks and I feel better, we won't know anything. Mm -hmm. Like we won't have accomplished the the whole uh, experiment, I guess, kind of, so to speak. But so I, yeah, I would I, definitely go. Yeah, but you are explaining the whole problem as a triathlete. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's 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 very difficult to explain to other when you are sore on your muscles, when you have uh, an injury or, or something else. Uh, how is you, how are you able to to train anyhow? Uh, and my wife is uh, often telling me, 
I'm going to train today. She know I'm going to train today, but your muscles yeah. are sore. Yep, but I'm going to train anyhow. Yeah, that's just part of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I would I would definitely encourage you, obviously, if you have the Achilles, you know, go go get it looked at, yeah. you know, get some get some medical uh advice. I was I knew he was going to tell me. I I knew I just knew in my mind he was going to tell me to stop running and then turns out he didn't tell me to stop running. So if I had gone 6 weeks ago, maybe I would already be fit I, I would already feel better. I don't I don't know. Um How did it but, felt after the the 70.3? Well, what's funny is it doesn't hurt while I run. It hurts after. I still walked around uh, the uh, event for two hours uh, because I was there with the coffee. So I got to see Brooklyn finish. Uh, I wanted to go down to the awards because um, I had never, even though I was nowhere near going to get an award, um, I wanted to uh, see how it went, which is so funny. Um, there's a... There's a young couple that I've been following on YouTube that are triathletes and they're elite age group triathletes, like probably will go pro shortly. They're in their twenties and I was set up to watch the awards and I was, uh, I got there pretty early and this group of people started filling in. So we were sitting in the grass, kind of in the shade and this group of, of, uh, it was like a triathlon club. Right. Mm. And they were just getting loud and loud and loud. They were just having a good time. You know what I'm talking about? You've, you've experienced this. So I was like, I'm going to move. I'm going to get up and move. So I, I went and sat somewhere else. Well, anyway, they uploaded their most recent YouTube video. Mm. They, I was sitting in their group. That was the group that was, I showed my wife. I was like, I was sitting right there uh, when she got her. They showed when she got her award. But anyway, it was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, after, after Chattanooga, it, it, you know, it was, it didn't bother me so much. And it, it, I ran today or yesterday, I don't know where we're at and it's feeling, it's feeling good. I've got my, uh, I've got it all taped up. I got me some orthotic, uh, sandals mm. this weekend, which are super supportive. Um, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. So thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I would hope that, uh, your recovery goes well too, because I gotta be honest, I'm looking at some of your times. Now, I don't know how the other 60 to 64-year-olds are doing where you live. I think you got a shot at this deal. I think if you if you get yourself uh, your Achilles heel uh, healed up a little bit and you put your name back in the mix, uh, maybe you can earn your spot, uh, Hawaii. You don't have to wait 25 years. That, that's, that's my dream. Uh, and uh, yeah. uh, Garmin is my friend because it uh, when I... Uh, uh, every time when I've been training, especially when I've been riding my bike, it tells me my, I am an incredible 20 years old guy. So uh, yeah. that's okay for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, three times older, but uh, that's okay. I would like to be a 20 year old guy. My mind is 20 years old, but uh, not my body. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny. Our, our bodies are definitely getting definitely getting older and you start to feel that age and you're like, Oh, I, I am getting old. That's not, that's not fair. That's not how it's supposed to work. And you're 10 years, years younger than me. Yeah. But you look, you, I don't, I don't, I probably don't look 10 years younger. Than <laughs> you don't look, you don't look, you don't look 10 years older than me. You, you're in good shape. You're in good shape. Um, 
So you said that your open water swim is five minutes from your house. Do you do any pool swimming at all, or do you do all of your swimming out outdoors? No, no, I'm doing the the pool swim in the the, the autumn and the the winter. Uh, okay. A, lo- a lot of the weeks, it it looks like uh, the other weeks, and it's uh, Monday always uh, a swim day. Mm-hmm. Tuesday is uh, fitness day, uh, core training, okay. and uh, a short run. Wednesday uh-huh. is uh, a bike running day, uh, okay. a bike day, uh, indoor uh, on Swift or outdoor in uh-huh. the summertime. Thursday is a swim day. Uh, Friday is a bike day. Saturday is a swim day and a run day. And the Sunday is the, the, the long bike run. Uh, bike day. Okay. So you got a, you got a little half day run day in there with your swim day on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I was keeping track and I was like, okay, swim, bike, swim, bike, swim, bike, maybe a little run. Yeah. Because the, it's the swim is very good to me because I'm using my legs a lot when I have uh, riding the bike. So the, the yeah. other body is, uh, it has to work uh, also. So um, yeah. when, when I'm, when I'm swimming, I'm not using my legs, uh, um, as as not, uh, I I can yeah. swim without my legs. Yeah, and I think I mean obviously swimming is such a uh, it's a good way to keep up with your fitness. So if you can't run because of a you know uh, an ankle or a knee or something like that, if you do a lot of swimming, uh, you know it's going to keep you in in good fitness. Um, you know from a you know a conditioning standpoint, right? I know. I know a few people who, who don't swim because they feel like they do enough running that their fitness is there. And I don't know if that translates exactly the same. I think it'd probably be better to swim more than run than run than swim. Cause swim is one of those things where it's all technique in my mind. If you don't have good swim technique, you're just fighting yourself in the water. Yeah. But, but I think it's, a, the, it's the distance which make the, the, the difference because if you are a slow swimmer, you can mm-hmm. still do it pretty well on a sprint distance. Uh, if you are a slow swimmer, you can still do it uh, pretty well on a long distance because if you are a good runner and a good bike rider, you can uh, gain so much minutes. It yeah. doesn't matter if you are swimming uh, in an Ironman one uh, 40, 130. If you can run uh, five minutes uh, for each uh, kilometer, it doesn't matter anything. No, you're exactly right. And but, but 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 still, but still, you have to survive when you're swimming. You definitely have to. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm also listening to some others that you have interviewing on your podcast, Pascal. And I I know it, uh, on Thursday before the Ironman Copenhagen, and there's a sprint uh, distance. And they are swimming uh, 400 meters. And that, that's a very, very short distance for me. Mm-hmm. But I know, I know a lot of those who are swimming that distance are fighting for their life, but they are, they are thinking, Oh, I will never, I will, I will never be able to do that. Yeah. So in perspective, it, we, maybe we can swim, uh, 33.8 kilometers, uh, but for one who uh, haven't uh, swim all their life or 
only going to swim 400 meters, it's, it's, it's not possible yeah. in their mind, in yeah. their mind. Yeah. In their mind. Yeah. Yeah. You said something a second ago, like if you, if you believe, if you believe you can do it, you can do it. Um, and I definitely, I definitely agree. You have to have that belief, but I would say if you believe you can't do it, you can't do it. Like, no. Right. Yeah. Because that's, I think that you have to have the confidence that you can, you can do it. Um, because I, I, I wrote it somewhere uh, in a, a triathlete book where some, yeah, somebody said, if you think you can do it, you can probably do it. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit. Yeah. But, but most of the things you said in your mind, you will be able to do. Yeah. It's not realistic that I will be an astronaut or right. something else, but you have to set yourself some realistic goals in life. Yeah. And uh, if you want to do uh, a sprint distance, if you want to do a 70.3, if anyone should ask me, can I do it? Yes, you can do it, but you have to set your mind to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think having those realistic goals are definitely uh key as well, right? You have to, you, you have to kind of step yourself up a little bit to, to put yourself in a position to, to succeed. Um, if you're way too uh, aggressive or too, too unrealistic, it can be a difficult cause you're going to have setbacks and then sometimes those are harder to overcome for sure. Uh, yeah, I've actually, decided I'm going to quit referring to myself as a bad swimmer because it's disrespectful to some people. I've upgraded myself to mediocre. Uh, did, did you have a really good swim at the Chachanooga? I did. I did. And so, uh, and so Jim, uh, Jim, uh, Jim, uh, Rest, Jim uh, Resto. 138 uh, for each. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's, that's pretty well. Yeah, so Jim Risto the whole weekend kept telling me he goes, "You're not that bad a swimmer. You're not." That. So I've decided that to be fair, I'm going to upgrade myself to mediocre because my swim. So, so you know how memories and stuff pop up on your social media. So I had a memory pop up uh, from just one year ago. One year ago, I posted uh, my workout, and I was really proud of it. I swam. It was two minutes and 38 seconds per 100. Okay. Yeah. Well, this past minute faster. Yeah. This, this last week I went to the mm -hmm. pool and I was swimming 147, 145. Uh, and so I was like, okay, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to upgrade myself to media. I'm now mediocre. I'm, I'm mediocre. So I still have room to improve. I still have room to improve, but I'm not going to refer to myself as a bad swimmer anymore. And how did you, how have you done that? Uh, how did, did one minute is a lot. It is. You can't do the same uh, when you're running. No, it's form. It's form. I know that I have increased my form and my technique. I've I've really concentrated. So I went through the uh, effortless swimming uh, five day catch challenge, and mm -hmm. I focused on each of the steps uh, for like a week. I didn't just go one, I didn't go five days. I went five weeks. And so, um, I just really have finally gotten that, that true feel of the water to where it's so, it's so hard to describe, but you're a swimmer. You, you probably, it's just natural. Um, when I noticed 
one day I was actually pulling the water from, and I could feel it in my back. I was, mm. and it was just like this light bulb went off and I was like, oh my God, that's what it's supposed to feel like. Mm. And, and, um, yeah. And so I've just concentrated, uh, I do a lot of strength training that, that, uh, is associated with that, that catch and that pull yeah. so that I'm getting yeah. stronger. Um, but yeah, definitely my, my form has improved considerably um i you know i still have room to to get better but i feel pretty good about it right now i feel pretty good but enough about me i want to talk about you <laughs> um so i i i usually i, I of course i want to be respectful of your time because i know you're getting your day started no um, no no we're good. Yeah. you're good you're good um, I always, uh, I always like to talk about bikes, like bikes are my things. Right. And normally I would ask you what kind of bike you ride, but you post you pictures know. of your bike all the time and I can't pronounce it, but I remember that just the other day I was like, Oh my God, that blue is just so pretty. So mm. you have your road bike and I can't pronounce the name of the bike. It's the Italian. Pinarello. Pinarello, yeah, Pinarello, uh, and you have you have a you have a F10, a Dogma yeah. F10. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How long have you had it? Um, for six months. Okay, so you haven't had it very long. No, no, no. Um, I was riding my uh, my home trainer bike, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I'm been spinning so much. <laughs> Don't talk so so. Uh, so good, but I'm spinning so much so uh, that I my my I can't move my rear anymore. It's, uh, <laughs> steering, my steering is uh, it's uh, yeah I, I can't move it. So it, it the bike the 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 home trainer bike only can ride the straight ahead. I, I can't go around the corners. That's so cool. I had to buy a new bike. Wow. So therefore. So your home trainer bike is your specialized shiv? Is no, no, I have I have an uh, an old bike, uh, a Kuota. Uh, I think it's also an Italian uh, okay. uh, mark. It's uh, uh, ten years old, uh, and it's only for the home trainer. Okay, so, uh, so you have three. Yeah, those are your three bikes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, check you it. have to have three bikes. You have to have three you bikes. You have to have a, a TJ bike, a bike when you're riding very fast, and you have to have a race bike when you're riding fast, yep. and you have to have a yeah a bike to your home trainer. That is funny. Yeah, and so I was having the conversation with somebody the other day. Uh, I love my TT bike. but Me too. If you're not racing, it's not a practical bike to ride. No, no, but, but I love my my bike and I love my Sunday mornings. Uh, I I know when I'm riding uh, from my home until a place called Trauer, uh, I can ride a a distance for sixteen kilometers. Mm -hmm. I will be on my own and I will ride uh, by the sea in the the forest. Uh, I love it and there's so much uh, nature I can see. And uh, every time I see another bike rider, if uh, he or she, uh, if it's an old lady, if uh, a bike rider uh, going fast, I have to catch them all. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm so competitive. Uh, I have to, to catch them and I have to go uh, past them. Uh, 
Um, and the funniest thing is if they are drafting and so uh, uh, go faster than that. So yeah. I I, I love I love that thing, uh, and I can do that on my uh, GT bike. Uh, it's it's an old one too, but it's still going uh, pretty fast. I I, I love that uh, in the Sunday mornings. Yeah, isn't it funny how how competitive we get? I don't know that I've I've experienced that on a a run or a bike ride, but at the pool constantly, I think everybody's trying to to race me. Uh, when I have really no idea what their workout is for the day or their or their background, they could be a college swimmer for all I know, right? Um, but that's funny when you see somebody on the road, you gotta you have to catch them. You have to catch them. That's pretty funny. So, how do you decide if you're going to ride your TT bike or if you're going to ride your road bike? Well, I'm always riding my TT bike Sunday morning because there's not so many people on the road, okay. so it's uh, it's the safest day to ride the, the TT bike and okay. uh, I, I i feel more comfortable riding uh, the race bike uh wednesday and friday in the afternoon where there's a lot more people uh, on, the, on the roads okay. so uh, yeah it's it, it's it's why i gotcha yeah i uh i picked up a road bike a couple of probably six eight weeks ago i haven't ridden it outside yet but i am looking okay. for i am looking forward to it but what i have my wife doesn't listen to the podcast, so she won't know this, but I have, uh, so I got a new, she, she knows I got a new TT bike. I got a Trek, a newer Trek speed concept. So it's carbon. It's, it's two-tone black. It's flat black and glossy black, which is super cool. And I have a Trek carbon, I have a Trek road bike carbon frame in my attic that I've been acquiring parts for, and I'm going to paint it to match my, my T, my speed concept bike. So I'm going to get it painted two-tone black and I'm going to build it up. Uh, and, and so it'll be, I can have both options, uh, to ride, which I'm really excited about, uh, because I do, I enjoy riding my bike outside mm -hmm. and I would probably feel more comfortable on just a road bike versus yeah. on my TT bike. You're, you're exactly right in, in your, uh, approach to that on the Sunday mornings when you're, you're safe on your TT bike, the rest of the time you're on your road bike. I think that's a great, uh, that's a great approach. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah. You should do that. Uh, it's I, I, both, I, I love both bikes, uh, but especially Sunday mornings Yeah, on the TT bike. That's, ah. uh, that's, that's, that's giving a lot to me. Yeah. Isn't it funny how the little things like I'm 50 years old and I'm excited about a bike. Like, I don't think I was this excited about a bike when I was eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you maybe were, but, but in another way, uh, you were excited because it was blue. Uh, now you're excited because it's a fast bike and you can go fast and you've been uh, passing a lot of other riders. And that, that, that's, yeah, that's, uh, you, you are, your mind is, is set on other uh, important things for you uh, that day today. Yeah, it's just crazy. I was I, I was out in the garage uh, the other night, and I came in, and my wife goes, what were you doing out in the garage? And I was like, looking at my bike. And she's like, what's wrong with it? I was like, nothing. I was just looking at it. <laughs> just wiping it down, just checking it out, making sure everything's still good. I love that bike. It's so awesome. 
You could uh, as well have, have had a Harley Davidson or a yeah. very expensive car. It's I think the thoughts are, are, are the same. Yeah, that's it's a good just, point. It's, it's just a bike, but yeah. it's important for you and it for is. me too. Yeah. Now that's great. That's all. That's funny. Well, man, you have been so much, uh, you've been so much fun hanging out with and talking triathlon and I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on and representing 25% of my, my audience there, buddy, <laughs> my European audience. But I do, I feel like, I feel like I learned a little bit. I mean, the, our, our worlds are different, but still the same, right. In so many, in so many ways. And, and, um, I, I, I hope your Achilles heel uh, heals up soon because I think you, I think you can make a run at this deal. Kim, I really do. But, but as always, uh, as we, as we start to wrap things up, I want to, uh, just ask, do you have any, uh, any final thoughts or any words of wisdom that you want to share? I mean, you've been in this game a long time now. I'm not, I'm not saying you're old, but I'm just saying you've been in the game a long time now. Do you have any, any uh, words of encouragement or uh, anything you want to leave the listeners with? I'm, I'm, I'm older. And yeah, I think that, that there's a lot of things that are important to me, but um, it's important to live your life. Uh, meanwhile, you are on the earth. Uh, do the things what is good for you and uh, good for other people. And uh, seek your goals. Uh, not your end goals, but you have to do the goals all your lives. Um, and 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 as I said uh, earlier, uh, if you think you can do it, you can probably do it. Yeah, the human being can do so many things, and you can, as an individual, uh, do a, do a lot of things yourself. Uh, yeah, you, you, maybe you don't know it yourself, but. Well, think about it and then you can do it. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I think, you know, I think be a good person, top of the list for sure. I like that. I like that. But, um, yes, go out there and set some, set some goals and they don't have to be when your age group and qualify for the world championship right no, off the bat. No. Right. But set mm. some, set some goals and continue to move forward and start checking some things off the list. And next thing you know, who knows what you're capable of, right? If you if you go if you go uh, running uh, one mile, so you go uh, running a, a, a one mile, and then you can set a new goal, two two miles, and and yeah. they will always all all your life, it's goals all your life. Yeah, you mm-hmm. goals to 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 find a wife, to uh, get some children, to get some uh, grandchildren, um, to go to work. Yeah, it's also important to get some money to live your life. Uh, mm-hmm. Gold, 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 all your life. Yep, always goals. Yep, I like that. Yeah, next thing you know, you got a you got a thousand and twenty three day uh, workout streak going. Yeah, and, and today <laughs> it will be a thousand and twenty four. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I hope you have a great workout today. Uh, I you. I'm gonna go back to bed. Uh, to be honest with you, <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I got going on after this deal. Um, I can't thank you enough for uh, for hanging out with me tonight. Uh, I really appreciate it, and I look forward to continuing to follow your journey on the Instagram. I look forward to seeing more pictures of your bike out there in the in the wild. Uh, and uh, and again, like I said, uh, maybe post a, a run workout uh, every once in a while. That'd be good too. <laughs> I will do that. All right, buddy. You take care. 
Same to you. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you have any questions, advice that you would like to share, or would like to be a guest on the show and share your story, you can email everydayironmanpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow on Instagram at everydayironmanpodcast. Until next time, keep moving forward.